Mmm, audio parfait. I know, but it smells really good. So, wonder we were even able to record tonight. I had to pull you away is, from the fucking weakest link. Is your uh, mic on? Yeah. Can you hear me? No. I can hear me. I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Can you hear me now? No. That's because I turned your volume all the way down. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Because I'm showing up on here, so I'm guessing I'm coming through. Okay. Well, welcome to open a fucking book. I'm Stephanie. I'm Kevin. Trying to take the collar off the dog before he starts scratching and makes everything all noisy. Kevin. This is our weekday click notes. Hey, she got the title right. All right. Woohoo. That's where we cover uh, a little book news and cover some books that are coming out. Um, you say you don't have any news? No, not really. Okay. I didn't really do a lot of research because I spent four and a half hours <laughs> doing dishes. Which four only Four and a half hours doing an hour's worth of dishes. Well, I only washed for like two and a half hours of it because like an hour of it was spent, you know, organizing everything and then cleaning off the counter. And then the other hour was taking the dog out and restroom breaks and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, the only news I have uh, might pique your interest. Ooh. Barefoot bookseller sought to run Island Bookshop in Maldives. Well, let's go to the Maldives so, so I can check for, out this bookstore. For those in dismay at the prospect of wet, dark evenings and social isolations this autumn, a luxury desert island resort in the Maldives is looking for a live-in bookseller to start next month. The eco-resort of Soniva Fushi on Kunfanadejo Island in the Maldives, has played host to three barefoot booksellers since 2018. The most recent, Chrissy Ryan, left in April as the coronavirus pandemic swept the world. But with the Maldives reopening to international visitors, Soniva Fushi is now in need of booksellers to run a small shop on the private island with the contract set to run from the end of October until Easter. So if you'd like to sell books in uh, I volunteer on, on, distribute. A, on a desert island, apparently being barefoot is a part of it. I, I don't I don't know, but it'll be until Easter. Doesn't say how much you make. Doesn't say if they pay give you I mean I guess you live there. I don't I don't give you, a you fuck. Can put your, yeah, you can put your fingers down. I see it. You you volunteer. I get it. I, I you can't go. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm applying, and if I get the job, I'm going. You stay home with the kids. Any money I earn, I will send home. Kids can stay home by themselves while I go to work. No, you're not working. No, you're not going to make enough money being <laughs> you, a bookseller in the Maldives. You don't to know. To keep me from having to work. <laughs> I, I will figure it out. I don't think you will. What are you taking pictures of over there? I, there's a dog in my crotch. Okay. He keeps poking his head up here. 
Right. You have any books that you're looking at or wanting to get or already have pre-ordered that I didn't know about? I don't have any books pre-ordered. I want to pre-order them. But you have me on a short leash when it comes to spending money on books. When it comes to spending money on a lot of things, because we only have so much, and you tend to go through it when you see things you want. Okay, so you have me on a leash. Yes. Um. So. And not in a good kinky way. Ew. Okay, so uh, one of Dorinda Jones's new books just came out, but right now it's only the Kindle version. Within the next week, it'll become available in paperback. Um, it is the Bewitched. Um, it is betwixt and between book two. So I'm very excited about that. Yeah, you talked about that a couple weeks ago. Yes, because I've been talking about it for a while because it finally came out. Um, so I'll be able to order that. And then, uh, Tower of Nero, uh, the Trials of Apollo book, uh, pull that curtain back. Book five, Trials of Apollo book five comes out and just about a week so i'm excited about that because i've been anxiously awaiting that for a year and then a book we talked about or i talked about a few weeks ago that's all the rage and owl crate and other book subscriptions um the invisible life of Addie larue by v.e schwab Mm -hmm. that finally is going to be released on october 6th as well so, two books coming out on October 6th that I will be getting that have been on my list for a while. It's a big day for books because most, I think like half of the books or three of the books that I have on here come out same day. That's a big, it's a big release day. Ooh. So. I guess October 6th is a lucky day. But yep, those are the, uh, the two main ones and one that I kind of want that I've been looking forward to that are finally coming out. Okay. Well, then let's get to the four that I have. So first is our fiction. It is Earthlings by Sayaka Murata, English translation by Jeannie Tapley Takamori. Now, as a child, Natsuki doesn't fit into her family. Her parents favor her sister, and her best friend is a plush toy hedgehog named Piyut, who has who has explained to her that he has come from the planet Popin Popopia. P O P I N P O B O P I A. On a special quest to help her save the Earth. Each summer, Natsuki counts down the days until her family drives to the mountains of Nagano to visit her grandparents in their wooden house in the forest. A place that couldn't be more different from her gray commuter town. One summer, her cousin Yu confines to confides to Natsuki that he is an extraterrestrial and that every night he searches the sky for the spaceship that might take him back to his home planet. Natsuki wonders if she might be an alien too. Back in her city home, Natsuki is scolded or ignored and even preyed upon by a young teacher at her gram school. 
As she grows up in a hostile, violent world, she consoles herself with memories of her time with you and discovers a surprisingly potent inner power. Natsuki seems... You want to stop? Who's fucking kicking me? Well, you're kicking me and I'm trying to read. I wasn't kicking you. That was him. Okay, well, quit. It was him and you're telling me to quit. All I see over there is you looking down and, and kicking your feet. I wasn't kicking my feet. Natsuki seems forced to fit into a so- society she se- deems a baby factory, but even as a married woman, she wonders if there, are, if there is more to this world than the mundane reality everyone else seems to accept. The answers are out there, and Natsuki has the power to find them. Dreamlike, sometimes shocking, and always strange and wonderful, Earthlings ask what it means to be happy in a stifling world and cement Sayaka, Murata's status as a master chronicler of outsider experience and our own uncanny universe. From, uh, it says Gr- Granada Publications. Everything I look for is showed Grove Press. Um, it was originally published in Japanese in August of 2018, but has been translated into English and will come out the beginning of October. Awesome. It sounds really interesting. It sounds she did one before called um, the convention store. Oh, I have it. I have it somewhere. Hold on, let me. Convention store. Yeah, hold on. Convenience. Conven- yeah, convenience store. Something or other. Hold on. Convenience store woman. And apparently that was pretty huge. So. In Japan or here? Um, I guess both. Oh. Because I saw a lot of reviews and they were in English talking about how uh, they loved the first book. That they couldn't wait for, for another one from her. Oh. So everybody's getting, I guess, what they asked for. Now, our nonfiction. I looked all through, and like I've said every time, most of the nonfiction books out there are about Trump or somebody from his inner circle. And I found one uh, that was about a biography of Jimmy Carter. That was interesting. I saw one that was uh, Willie Nelson and his sister put out a bio- an autobiography, which was interesting. So I went with Golden Girls Cookbook, More Than 90 Delectable Recipes from Blanche Rose, Dorothy, and Sophia. <laughs> it's, another... our, it's our second cookbook <laughs> another yeah. fucking by cookbook. Christopher Styler. Filled with innovative recipes by renowned chef Christopher Styler and beautiful photos by New York Times food photographer Andrew Scrivini. Plus fun quotes, info, and photos from the show. There will be, an, be Italian meals like clams fried diavolo. D-I-A-V-L-O. Italian, so it's going to have some type of twist to it, I'm sure. Devalo. There, what she said. In Sophia's chapter, uh, southern food like honey bourbon glazed carrots and blanches, and of course, some amazing cheesecake. And what Golden Girls cookbook would be complete without Rose's favorite Scandinavian dishes, 
like St. Olaf Friendship Cake, a simple, buttery treat. From drinks and appetizers to salads and mains, there's something to delight every fan in this witty and approachable cookbook. From Hyperion Press, comes out September 29th, which is today, when we are recording this, 192 pages. Sweet. Hopefully, the author of this book likes, actually, the show, because <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember, we, we did the Friends cookbook last week, and after we do these shows, I always message the author, either on Instagram or Twitter or email, however they get a hold of them, and I let them know, hey, we talked about your book, we would love for you to go listen, tell us what you think, um, if you can, you know, nothing more than that, if anything comes of it, if you want to talk to us, fine, if not, we understand, but there it is. And uh, before I even got to message the author of the Friends Cookbook, uh, I looked on her Instagram and it had a picture from the photo shoot for the uh, the cookbook. And she went on to say about how she didn't like Friends. She was pretty much forced to do the cookbook. She is not a white person living in America, so she did not really find Friends funny or relatable. And I sat back and I thought, yeah, if I wasn't a white person in America, I probably wouldn't find Friends funny or relatable either because it's it's pretty streamlined, straight for white Americans. If you're anything but a white American, I can see you not finding Friends funny or relatable. Yeah, well, it definitely wasn't relatable because we weren't wealthy and couldn't live in a, you know... Well, I don't, and I don't even know if that's Rent-controlled apartment. It, it's... It's six white people living in New York who don't have any real problems to deal with. Yeah. So if you're not a white person in America, you don't un you don't probably understand what it's like to live without, you know, steady problems coming your way, which they obviously didn't have. So I, I, I get it. I get it. I, I mean, I don't. Personally, or they had white people problems like multiple marriages. They had white people first world problems. <laughs> yeah, I have. I, I love too many. Uh, too many women want to be with me. Or, or God, I, I had this acting gig, and and now I have to go get a different acting. I mean, yeah, it's not. It's not something that we most people have to deal with, especially non-white, non-American. It's yeah. usually. They usually have uh, uh, real problems to deal with. So I get it. And and I, I messaged her and I told her, I was like, hey, you can listen to it if you want. I totally understand. I, I mean, I don't personally understand what it's like to not be a white American. But I I see you and I see everybody else and I, and I get it. And you can go listen if you want. Thank you for letting us talk about your book. And she was, she was polite about it she's like no i'm i'm not white i'm not american and i i'm not living in america and i don't like friends that's, that's, that's fine that's, that's it i get it so we'll move to our kids book which i think you'll like this i actually had a couple to choose between so i didn't use the other one i wanted i might use that one next week if i don't find another fun one labyrinth the abc storybook <gasps> by luke flowers Relive Jim Henson's classic film, Labyrinth, in a storybook that moves through the alphabet and is perfect for new and returning fans. 
B is for baby brother, lost in the labyrinth. G is for the Goblin King, whose castle lies at the maze's center. S is for Sarah, who must go on an incredible, adv- incredible adventure to make it right. Only by journeying across the ABCs can our hero find her way through the labyrinth with the help of fantastic creatures she meets along the way. Jim Henson, one of the greatest creative minds of our time, created a fantasy world unlike any other in Labyrinth. Now you can relive Sarah's adventures through the alphabet with letters for each of the films, unforgettable characters, and many twists and turns. Featuring beautiful art by acclaimed illustrator Luke Flowers, this memorable retelling will delight fans of every age. Imprint Publishing came out today. 32 pages. Oh, I gotta get it. I saw some of the samples like C is for Crystal Ball. and L's some... gotta be Ludo. I don't I didn't uh, probably. And, well, if S is for Sarah. I think I got, I think I got it on here. You want me to pull it up and, and see what some of them are real quick? Yeah. Labyrinth. Okay. H for Hoggle. W- oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, A would be for actress. B would be for baby brother. C is for crystal ball. D is for dance magic. Oh, not Didymus. E. Uh, let's see. It's a, a small kind worm greets Sarah as she enters the labyrinth. Hello. <gasps> he tells her where to start. But someone. F for flips the stone after Sarah marks her path with arrows. This labyrinth is filled with traps. And that's that's all they that's all they gave us. So if you're a fan of Labyrinth and David Bowie and Jim Henson, uh it was Jennifer Gardner, I believe, wasn't it? Jennifer Donnelly, I thought. Jennifer. It's not Jennifer, Jennifer Gardner. Jennifer Donnelly. Jennifer Connolly? Jennifer Conley. Yeah, Jennifer Conley, Jennifer not Conley, Don. Not, Gen- not Donley and not Gardner. Jennifer Conley. Yeah, Jennifer Conley. Okay. So if you're a fan of Labyrinth, that might be a book that you get to for your kids or your grandkids to teach them the alphabet. And our YA novel is Five Total Strangers by Natalie D. Richards. From best-selling author Natalie D. Richards comes a pulse-pounding new thriller about a blizzardry, blizzardy road trip that turns into a disaster. She thought being stranded was the worst thing that could happen. She was wrong. Mira needs to come home for the holidays, badly. But when an incoming blizzard results in a canceled layover, it looks like Mira might get stuck at a Philadelphia airport. Indefinitely. And then, Harper... Mira's glamorous seatmate from her initial flight comes to the rescue. Harper and her three friends are renting a car, and they can drop Mira off on their way home. But as their trip begins, Mira discovers her fellow travelers aren't friends like she thought. They're total strangers, and every one of them seems to be hiding something dangerous. Soon, Mira is in a panic. 
The roads have gone from slippery to terrifying. People's belongings are mysteriously disappearing. Someone in the car is clearly lying. And Mira begins to suspect to suspect that one of them is sabotaging the trip. If she wants to make it home alive, she'll need to uncover the truth about these strangers before the nightmare drive turns fatal. Ooh. Now I have a little snippet of it I can uh, read real quick. Just a little bit, just the very beginning of chapter one, just to give you a taste. Just a little bit, just a tip. See how it feels. The cabin lights flicker on, and I blink awake. Nick Steph, stiff and mouth tacky, an overhead bin rattles. Turbulence. I yawn, and one of the earbuds slips out just as we drop through an air pocket, the airplane settling with a jolt. Scattering, scattering gasps and snatches of panic conversation rise in the cabin. The intercom crackles. Folks, we're about 20 miles outside of New York, as you might have noticed. The weather has intensified, so it's going to be a bumpy descent. My seatmate Harper shifts impatiently. Cue the hysteria. I laugh because it's true. Infrequent flyers always get twitchy when pilots start tossing around words like turbulence, bumpy, or weather. Across from us, a woman with dark eyes and thin lips tightens her seatbelt to the point of obvious discomfort. I imagined painting this scene. I'd focus on her face, blurring out the rest. The mix of fear and energy in her eyes tells the story. The woman catches me staring and gives me a pointed glance at at the loosened seatbelt across my hips. I ignore her and lean closer to the window to see better. Unlike seatbelt Sally, I'm not worried about a little choppy air. Unless the plane is plummeting to earth on fire, there's no point in getting worked up. We can bounce all the way down as far as I'm concerned. I just need to get home to my mom. If you want to hear the rest or read the rest, you got to buy the book. What do you think? I think it sounds neat. I might have to get it one of these days. Well, I believe it comes out the same time as the rest of them. Beginning of October. Okay. So, all right. Well, that's all I got. Let's go ahead and uh, do the socials. All right. That's my job. That's your job. On the Twitter and Instagram, we are at Audio Parfait, at Open a F-I-N-G Book, and I am at E-C-J-B-A-T. I am Young E-T-A-M-6 on Twitter, Young E-T-A-M on Instagram. I don't even know why I give those out anymore, because I barely do anything on either of them. I look at my Instagram, I never look at my Twitter, because I'm always on either Opens or Not Reels. <sighs> Oh, well, there it is if you want it. Uh, go to our Goodreads, goodreads.com slash audio parfait, and you can see all the books that Stephanie's been reading, the books that I've read, the books that we use, we have used for research. Uh, get the books that we're doing our weekday cliff notes on. We may be a little behind. We've been very busy. We will get those completed. I'm hoping maybe this weekend when we have a little bit of, maybe have a little bit of time, we can go, just go on there and throw them up real quick, but I'm not going to make any promises. Email us at info at audioparfait.com. Uh, if there's any books that you're looking at that uh, you want to talk about or you want us to cover, any authors you want to, want us to cover on our Saturday shows, um, toss us an email and let us know. You can also go to our webpage, audioparfait.com, where you can contact us through there. You just put your name, email, and your subject, and it comes right to me. You can catch all the episodes of this show, plus our Saturday author shows, uh, and 
all of the episodes of our other podcast, I know it's not real, but that had to hurt, where we cover everything we love and hate about the wrestling world. And it's mounting. Listen to my tangents. Listen to us argue. We argued last week. We argue almost every week. We argued pretty good last week, though. Those are always fun. I did finally open up an Etsy shop for my soaps and bath bombs that I've been making. Listen, where can they get that stuff at? At Etsy.com backslash Stephanie Young Art. Stephanie Young Art. Stephanie Young Art. Stephanie Young Art. Put it on the webpage. You didn't tell me what it was. I put it on the webpage. I've shared it on the Twitters. Okay. And I put it on my Instagram. Okay. Well, again, come back uh, Saturday for our second and final episode on VC Andrews. It, uh, it's, uh, I swear, it's about VC Andrews. <laughs> if you don't know anything about the, the story of VC Andrews, other than, you know, what you learned on uh, last Saturday or on our first show, then you got some more to find out. Go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash audio parfait. Uh, we still have plenty of stickers, of Spotify, scan stickers to send out if you'd like one. All your donations go back to making these shows that we do here better, quality, content, all that good shit. Rate and review us, please, wherever you listen. Uh, five stars on Apple is always nice. Review us, let us know what you think. Follow us on Spotify. I think you can comment on Stitcher. We're everywhere. I don't think there's... I don't know if we're on Amazon yet. I I filled out the stuff, but I haven't heard anything back. Tried to get on Pandora, but they say it takes months to get on there, so who knows. But we're pretty much everywhere else. Uh, lastly, go to your libraries if you can volunteer, if you can get a book. Uh, go to your local bookstores. Help out an independent local author if you can. They that are hurting just as much as everybody else right now. And Stephanie, I think that's it. I think that is it. All right. Well, between now and time, we get to talk to you again. Yeah, you know what? You, you know what? You should probably take care of yourself and take care of each other too, because I forgot that part. And between now and time, we got to talk. We we get to tonight. Got it. I fucked this whole thing. Do yourselves a favor and go put a fucking book. See ya. Bye guys. <laughs>